You're listening to the 50 by 50 podcast for the young at heart woman who is looking to get the most out of life as she steps up to 50 and beyond. Hey there, it's Rochelle Marie. On today's episode of 50 by 50, I'm going to give you an update on the 50 by 50 list. So for those of you that haven't heard, the reason this podcast started was because I am turning 50 in December of 2022. And what I decided to do rather than plan some big party or even some big getaway, because that's dicey still at the moment, um, I decided to make a list of 50 things that I wanted to get done before I turned 50. They were to be 50 new things. And one of the things was starting a podcast, uh, and hence, here we are. The last time I did an update on the list was back on the 24th of February, so it's been a while, um, and I have done a few things since then, which I'm excited to share with you today. The point of me sharing this with you is one, to inspire you to make your own list of things to do and two, to talk about how we can get the most out of life heading into 50 and beyond because I believe that life has never been better than at this age Um, and if I can help you see life as the same kind of thing, then that is very exciting for me. So I've got a few things to go through today. There's two kind of groups, I guess, of things that we did while away and then a couple of other things that I'll add in. The first thing I'm going to talk about, and this is totally going to sound like a cheat, but I don't care. I'm all up for cheating because this list of 50 is still not complete. So I'm adding as I go. Um, And if you can't notice by the sounds of my voice, I managed to get COVID. That is a first for me. I am adding it to the list and also um, an explanation as to why my voice sounds a little bit off today. Uh, I am two weeks into it. There will be some ahams throughout this episode uh, and I am... I'm generally fine, but still have a headache and for some strange reasons, sore eyes. So um, it's lasting far longer than I would have liked for this first experience of COVID. Um, let's hope there's not many more. So that is that is one ticked off the list that I didn't have on the list. I just added it. Um, so to do a sort of overall recap, Last time that I did a an episode on the 50 by 50 list, I completed five things. Since then, I've completed another 14. So I'm now up to 19 altogether. If you're a numbers person, you will probably recognize that I am at least halfway through um, getting to my 50th birthday in this year. So I should theoretically be halfway through my 50, which means 25. And no, I am not there. I do have another five scheduled, booked in, paid for, ready to go. So uh, I can sort of say we're up to 23. um, But there is still a lot of work to do in the second half of the year. And uh, so it'll be interesting to see if I get to the end of it. 
Um, and you know what? I'm not too worried about it. This is all about having fun, not about adding stress to my life. So while I am fully intending to get through my 50, most of what I'm intending to do is have fun trying new things. So um, with that in mind, trying new things. The last episode dropped on the 24th of February and I recorded that episode when we were on the Gold Coast ready to go out on our hot air balloon ride that my wonderful children uh, purchased for us for Christmas. Unfortunately, that hot air balloon ride didn't happen that weekend because the weather was atrocious. Um, In fact, for those of you in Queensland, that was the weekend that uh, really started the floods off in southeast Queensland and then through to New South Wales and I think eventually through to Victoria. Uh, That was the first time around. Unfortunately, it doesn't feel like it stopped raining for very long ever since. So hot air balloon ride didn't happen. I have rebooked that though. So that is now scheduled for um, the end of August. So um, there is still that excitement and anticipation for that one. It will be very cold, I have no doubt, up in the air on the uh, end of August sometime. So looking forward to that. What we did do though on the Gold Coast was have a whole lot of new experiences. Um, Some of the the simple ones that I've added to the list because, hey, I had not done them before, was um, trying limoncello. For those of you that don't know what limoncello is, and I don't even know if I'm pronouncing that right, um, but it is an alcoholic drink made from, I'm assuming, lemons. Definitely has a very lemony taste. It is delicious. We were lucky enough to be given a free shot when we went to a restaurant. Um, We just called in for a drink before going out to one of the other experiences that I'll talk about in a minute and had a wonderful conversation with one of the owners and she said, here, try this on me. And so we did. It was amazing. Um, Also happened to be my husband's birthday that day. So I think that had something to do with us um, getting a free shot. But if you haven't tried limoncello and you don't mind a bit of alcohol, highly recommend. Very delicious. Um, I reckon have it over ice cream. After that, the restaurant that we went to was teppanyaki. I have never done teppanyaki before and it was so much fun. Um, I loved watching the kids' faces at this experience. So for those of you that don't know, teppanyaki is a Japanese type of dining where they cook for you while you are sitting around a hot plate, a very hot plate. Um, You get to choose what it is that they're going to cook for you. We had seafood and some steak, uh, a whole heap of veggies, and then they uh, also do some fried rice for you. They make it entertaining. It was a whole lot of fun. Um, I think the highlight which everybody talks about is when they kind of make the the egg roll piece like a, a flat omelette I guess and then they chop it into little pieces and then they flick it into your open mouth and you hope like hell it lands in your mouth and not on your face. Um, I am lucky to say that yes I did manage to catch it in my mouth and I think that is far more down to their skill than anything to do with me. Um, but it was a lot of fun. Again, highly recommend going to Tebunyaki if that's something you haven't done yet. Um, if you have, I'd love to hear about your experience. So make sure you drop me a line. Let me know. Uh, the same night we walked back 
from the Tepanyaki for for a way before we caught a an Uber back to the hotel. And as we were walking, we passed what's called a slingshot. Um, so this was something I had never tried before. And because I am thinking of new things and open to trying new things, I'm like, hey, let's go do that thing. So we did. It was it was amazing. Um, so you sit in a um, I don't know how to describe it. It's almost like a seat from one of the Ferris wheels that goes around and, and up high. Um, it looks like that. So you sit in this sort of Ferris wheel type seat um, with a bar over you and you get pulled back uh, kind of like a reverse bungee, I guess. So you get pulled back um, with like your, the sides are rubber and then they count you down and they release you and you go up into the air. I want to say about 500 meters um, at a great rate of knots. Uh, we recorded, uh, we, we got a video of it as well, which was awesome. And we popped that on Facebook and shared everyone um, our horror and joy and surprise and windswept faces as we're flinging up into the air. Um, I loved it. Uh, my husband actually really enjoyed it too. I don't know if he was sure that he was going to. He is not a fan of heights at all. Um, but it yeah it was fun there's a, a point where you're weightless at the top that is amazing and just being able to look out from that height over the gold coast um was was awesome so uh yeah again recommend doing it it was fun and then a little thing we did i'm not going to go into this one too much but we did they have a 7d uh kind of theater experience that you can go in and um, it's kind of like a fun ground ride, I guess. And um, I would, again, recommend that. That was a lot of fun, but not for everybody. Um, so that was our Gold Coast trip uh, in lieu of the hot air balloon ride. So lots of fun, all of those things. The next thing that I we did in a, in a big trip thing, um, and this was very recently, was we went to Uluru, um, for a week. For those of you that don't know Uluru, it is a big red rock in the middle of Australia um, in Northern Territory and it is a sacred site for the Indigenous people of Australia, the Aborigines and uh, it really is a sight to behold it's amazing it's like nothing that i've ever seen before and we had a ball so we were invited to go with my parents for their 50th wedding anniversary which uh congratulations i know mum will be listening so congratulations again um how you made it and stayed sane i'm not entirely sure but well done and thank you so much for inviting us to celebrate with you we had just an amazing week full of just so many amazing things that we did and sights to see and um, experiences and feelings so we we feel very very lucky that we were able to do this if you haven't been to Uluru and you have the chance I highly recommend going um, there are a few experiences so definitely do some tours if you can uh, the sunrise tour watching sunrising over Uluru um, it was freezing cold that morning but just beautiful lights and it changes as the sun comes up 
Um, and I think that the cold, while bitter, also added to the experience because you really did feel like you were there. You really knew you were there. So um, that was fun. We did, I, one of the ones I highly recommend is the Field of Light experience. So there are 50,000 small solar lights planted around um, a huge expanse. Um, I think it was five football fields, five rugby fields um, of, of size. And you get to do uh, canapes and drinks as the sun sets over Uluru. So you watch the sun setting over Uluru. Um, beautiful sights again and a lot of fun all the people there are there to have fun and um you know it was really enjoyable and then once the sun is fully down and it is fully dark you watch the lights start to come up with the the solar kicking in and then you get to go down and walk amongst them um amazing photos that you can take uh the moon we happened to have a full moon on the night that we were there so that really added to our experience but um again just something that uh, was so enjoyable so please if you get the chance make sure you add that to your bucket list uh, one of the special things that we did that was on my list prior to going to Uluru was to ride in a helicopter um, we just managed to get that in everything was booked out pretty much when we got there and so if you're going to Uluru, make sure you book everything in before you go because the chances of booking it while you're there are pretty slim. But we managed to get one of the last spaces for a ride in a helicopter in the time that we were there. And it took us out over to Uluru and then also to um, the uh, Karajudas, which are also previously known as the Olgas, um, which are a different formation of rock again. And uh, just hearing the story of how that was formed is amazing and, and how it looks. We did a, a tour um, on the ground level for that and then we managed to go up in the helicopter and have a look at it. Just the ride in the helicopter itself was awesome. I loved it. Um, you can tell I'm, I'm a bit of an um, adventure junkie, but it was so much fun. So again, highly recommend. Um, something different we did was in Brisbane, we went to a gin festival. G-I-N as in the alcoholic drink. My husband and I are both gin junkies. We love uh, so many different tasting gins now in the world. Um, apparently Australia has gone from five to 500 or something ridiculous like that. I'm not gonna, don't quote me on those numbers. Um, but the number of gins made in Australia has skyrocketed over the last 10, 20 years. And so there is so much choice out there now. There is um, a rhubarb and ginger gin. There is a blood orange gin. There is just, yeah, almost infinite number of choices. And we got to watch them make um, sorbet sorbet with gin and we got to taste it and it was delicious um, if you choose to go to a gin workshop please make sure to pace yourself um, and make sure to add in time for eating because there was a lot a lot of free gin up for grabs for tasting uh, we managed to come home with five bottles as well uh, what else have we got I think the, the one other thing that I want to talk about today was the tour. So we did a tour of a haunted house. Um, I've never been to a house 
purported to be haunted before. So it was definitely a new experience. We went to a place called Woodlands of Marburg. So it's kind of um, west of Brisbane for those of you in this area. Beautiful, big, old Queenslander, nine bedrooms. Um, and we had dinner there. We did a, a nighttime tour with torches. Um, there is an old chapel there that is from the early 1800s. There's what they call a grotto, um, which is kind of a, almost a shrine area. Um, and it had a statue of Mary and a few other statues and um, then the house itself and they took us on the tour of the house itself they told us some ghost stories they showed us the place where a little boy had died um, back in the early 1800s I think he was six or seven when he died um, playing hide and seek he decided to hide up in the attic where the water um, in, into a water tower was and so he climbed in and then couldn't get out and drowned unfortunately uh, so his ghost is thought to be there along with a few others I don't want to spoil it in case you go um, but a really interesting talk a really lovely man that's trying to make a, a go of this place um, the upkeep of it is is ridiculously expensive and so he's trying to um, you know get the public involved in doing tours and there is a function room there as well it's a beautiful um, place so uh, again can't recommend it enough would love to see people go and help him out as well um, with keeping the place alive and available for the public to see rather than in some rich person's hands where no one else gets to see it um, so that is the, the majority of the things that I have been doing over the last few months um, from a, a new perspective. Uh, I've got a couple coming up. So the hot air balloon ride I mentioned. I am One of my things was to go on a retreat and I actually have that booked in for early September. So I'm excited to do that on the north coast of New South Wales with some other businesswomen, which um, I love being around inspiring women so I'm really looking forward to that and then in a couple of weeks time we are going to climb the story bridge with my two kids for my daughter's 23rd birthday who would have thought that I would have a 23 year old uh, totally makes sense of course and yet when we still feel like we're 23 it doesn't that is all for me today we have another wonderful interview next week um, it is a bit of a heart-wrenching one so make sure you tune in and listen to that and i will see you then thanks for listening bye thank you so much for listening to the 50 by 50 podcast i'm really glad you're here if you enjoyed today's episode, could you rate and leave a review? This really goes a long way in helping other women to find the podcast. Also, if you have a question about turning 50 or making the most out of life, email me at rochelle at herleadershipway.com. You'll find that address in the show notes and I might be able to address it in an upcoming episode. And I'll see you next episode.